What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Plumpster's DFS Picks. Um, today, we're going to look at the second game of the Minnesota uh, Twins and the Cleveland Indians. In Cleveland, another 6-10 start, so it's a, it's the first game of the day on the slate, and uh, there's no afternoon ball of the day, and um, the weather should be great. It's actually going to be almost 80 degrees here in Cleveland today, um, the warmest day of the year so far. So that we can start looking at some bats here. Um, we had a hell of a game last night. Um, went to extras. Walk-off home run by Mr. Jordan Luplo, um, who I did have a lot of. He was my favorite uh, Indians bat overall yesterday. Um, so I once he, I saw he was going to be in the two-hole, I really uh, loaded up on Mr. Luplo. Uh, so it was a good, it ended up being a nice little profitable day for me. Um, so let's see if we can do it again. We have a de definitely a pretty good pitching matchup here between, I believe, the Indians' uh, true number two in Aaron Savali and um, their the one A or one B, depending on how you think about Jose Barrios, who <laughs> Rocco Baldelli screwed up yesterday and went out to for a mound visit, which was the second, which means he had to take out Barrios even though he just wanted a visit. Um, so that really kind of put a wrench in their game last night. Barrios was, was, was struggling a little bit, but had he kept going, I don't think um, the Indians come back and win that game. Um, he had it pretty much in control. So we'll see. I, don't, I doubt that mistake ever happens again. But Kenta Maeda has struggled quite a bit this year. Um, he has a 5.6 ERA. Last time out against Oakland, he only went three innings, allowed eight hits and seven runs. So we might be able to use some of these Indians' bats, which are starting to heat up. The weather's starting to heat up. Um, and we'll see what the lineup looks like. You know, right on right here would be um, see who comes in and who. Uh, obviously, we're going to have uh, um, your Rosarios, your, your Jose's, and your Fran Mills. But I'm kind of excited for these Cleveland bats today against a struggling Kent Maeda. Um, I'm not saying this isn't a spot Maeda could get right. Um and get back on track, but we're gonna have to go through and look at uh, pricing and see where everybody kind of where everybody kind of stands out. So let's start at the top. Aaron Savali, eleven two. He's three and zero on the season. Um, he's been walking a lot of guys. That's been Savali's problem. Um, where the opposite kind of goes for Plesac, who pitched a gem last night. Um, I'm glad I jumped on him a little bit late um, in some of my builds. I was doing, I was off him early, but as I kept looking into it, looking into it, seeing the lineup that came out um, for the Twins, kind of was, it was a pretty weak lineup with Kirloff batting cleanup and Rooker, who did take him deep, batting six. I mean, Jake Cave, they didn't have the same, you know, there was no Mitch, uh, Max Kepler, there was no Mitch Garver, there was no Byron Buxton. So I'm like, man, this Minnesota lineup looks a little bit watered down. If he can get around Nelson Cruz, and uh, Luis Arise, he's going to be okay. And he pretty much was. So that's another thing, too. I mean, early in the morning like it is now, um, we can speculate and see what's going on. But if you get, you know, some late scratch guys like Byron Buxton was yesterday because um, he was initially supposed to be in the lineup, um, that changes a lot. And then, uh, you know, that, that could add two or three strikeouts just to that uh, that one guy being out. So, got to look at that and then another thing I would mention based on like just yesterday's game a lot of people were playing Alex Kirloff um he was higher owned than Brent Rooker which is fine I mean they're $200 different Rooker's 4200 
Kirilov was 4K. Now you got to, but see, everyone knows who Alex Kirilov is. He's one of the top prospects in all of baseball. Everybody um, knows this guy. And everybody gravitated towards him. Now, mind you, he doesn't even, he hadn't even until last night had a major league hit during the regular season. He's only had a playoff um, hit in his career. He did get his first major league regular season hit last night. But Brent Rooker's played a few games in his career. It's not that big of a difference between the two guys. And if it's just, if you're pivoting off of one guy for another guy for $200 difference and saving 40% ownership, you got it. And then there he goes. Brent Rooker goes and hits a, hits a home run. So my, one of my best lineups was an Indian stack um, with Brett Rooker and almost took down a tournament. So I was right, man, I was right there too. So I don't know. Um, I, basically, if I would have just flipped Jose and Luplo at captain, I would have been, uh, I probably would have took the tournament down. So I was that close. But again, think about that too. Um, if you have avail- availability to ownership, or if you just use common sense and be like, nobody knows who Brent Rooker is. Everybody knows who Alex Kirloff is. If I keep landing on Kirloff, but I have the opportunity to land on Rooker, a lot of other people are doing the same thing. So I just pivot to the lower owned um, option. Anyway, jumping back into Savali, I do like Savali here, depending on the lineup that we'll see. Um, it sounds like Buxton may be back, um, but it's it's tendonitis. So I'm not, it's patellar tendonitis. So that that's... A little worrisome. Um, we'll see if there's no Buxton. It um, definitely increases my interest in Savali. Um, but if there is a Buxton, it might drop it a little bit. Um, I might have uh, less, depending on the lineup. Kenta Maeda, like I said, has been struggling lately. Um, the K's are down, the walks are up, and the hard hit rate is up um, against him. So. We will definitely be looking to stack some tribe bats. I won't be afraid to use Maeda and pair him up with Savali a little bit. But the way, like I said, the weather, it's going to be in the low 80s, um, high 70s here. Um, And the ballpark plays more, I believe, as a hitter's park than it does as a pitcher's park. So I will be uh, a little bit lighter as of right now on the pitchers. And there's really no injuries as far as I know in the Indians lineup where... You know, there's no Jose or anything. Now, if we see something like that, then we might have to start jumping on Maeda. But as far as I know, all the regulars um, are good to go um, as long as Tito believes they are. Again, like I said, Buxton is day-to-day. We'll see if he uh, maybe lands on the IL or if he's scheduled to play. That'll be a key um, to when we see when lineups come out. All right. Um, Nelson Cruz, or no, Jose Ramirez, next 9,600, same price as yesterday. Um, like Jose a lot. Um, he's really, I'm going to tell you right now, this is just overall. Jose, so the Indians got rid of Frankie Lindor. Um, it was, it sucked, but you know, as good as Frankie's been in his career, um, the Indians just, they don't have $370 million to drop on a, you know, for 10 years on a guy. Um, but what I've never really understood is this infatuation for Frankie when Jose, is playing right next to him and has finished top three in MVP voting in three of the last four seasons. Like, Jose has been a better baseball player offensively than Frankie's been his whole career. So, you know, and Jose's making a fraction of the money uh, Frankie's making. And Jose just goes around and just plays baseball. He doesn't, 
argue. He doesn't care about, I don't know. He There's no spotlight on Jose. Jose just goes out and does his thing. Hits bombs, you know, good third baseman. Um, could play shortstop, too. He came up as one, so I don't know. I just don't understand this infatuation with, with Peyton Frankie, $370 million when you got a guy like Jose. Everybody's all upset. I mean, I, Jose's a guy, a blue-collar guy that you want to rally around. That's my opinion. Jose's the man. All right, so, yeah, Jose, Jose's in play. Um, my favorite Indian on the slate. Nelson Cruz is next. Always got to have uh, interest in Nelson Cruz. Um, big power upside. Didn't have a huge game yesterday, but he always he'll he'll always have that threat of a home run. So ninety four hundred. It's pretty cheap for that um, threat. Ron Mill, same thing. Big power upside. If Maeda's giving up more hard contact, the right on right's a little tough. But nine K for Ron Mill, batting fifth. I don't hate it. Max Kepler, who's um, not in the lineup, I believe he has COVID, but I don't want to speculate too far into that. Josh Donaldson, 8,600. He's been struggling lately. He got off to a hot start coming off the IL, but he's really cooled off. Um, so 8,600. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna force it. Mitch Garver probably will be in the lineup today after Ryan Jeffers caught yesterday. Would be my assumption. But 8,400. We better see where he bats in the lineup. Um, I'm not sure uh, if he'll be worth it at that price. Andres Jimenez keeps being in the 8Ks here in these showdowns, and I don't really understand why. I mean, the guy is basically a ninth hitter batting, you know, 204. So why is this price? I don't know. Maybe maybe pay up to be contrarian here, but I just, I'm not very excited about it. Eddie Rosario, only up 200 from yesterday, 8K, batting cleanup, left on right matchup. Um, I like Eddie a lot. Luis Arise got taken out of the game yesterday. I don't know if it was, I don't think it was for an injury purpose. I'm not sure why they take out their best pure hitter, um, but maybe it was a defensive replacement would be my assumption. Um, but it was pretty early in the game. But left on right, if he leads off 7,600, who will be very popular in my lineups? Um, Luke Lowe's got priced up a little bit here. Um, 7,200. If he bats second again, we're going to have a lot of Jordan Luke Lowe. Um, Jorge Polanco has been playing short. Um, he's been terrible this year, batting 192. Um, but he does have upside um, in this Twins lineup. See where he bats, depending on when Buxton comes back. If Buxton comes back, I'd imagine he's probably going to be in, like, the six hole. Um, Anderson Simmons came back last night. Um, batted eighth. Not a big power upside guy, but he does have a little stolen base and batting average upside. Um, you're going to have to look at him a little bit here at 7K, where he was 8,200 yesterday. So dropping down to 7K, he's, he's going to have to be uh, on our radar. Uh, Roberto Perez caught last night. Um, did have a stolen base, second of his career. Um, I wouldn't expect that again, but uh, big power upside for Roberto. So you gotta you gotta have some interest in Roberto. Um, Ahmed Rosario has been awful this year. He batted ninth uh, yesterday. I'm sorry, Jimenez batted eighth. Rosario batted ninth. Ahmed, and he's uh, he's only batting 153 on the season. Um, you know, this could be a spot where Tito just gives him a day off, trying to get you know get his head right watch some film i don't know but he's been lost at the plate completely completely lost the plate austin hedge is 6400 if he gets the start over roberto might have to look at him here um but you're not you there's not much upside in him whatsoever um cesar is going to lead off now um tito said yesterday he's not he didn't want to do it because cesar told him last year he's more comfortable in the tool hole can be a leadoff hitter but tito just felt um, putting Rosario and Luplo in the leadoff spot um, forced them to be hitters that they aren't. 
and Cesar is more of a pure leadoff hitter, and it showed yesterday. Um, he was getting, you know, six, seven, eight pitch at bats um, every time. So, yeah, he wasn't doing much with them, um, but just having him in that leadoff spot, taking more pitches, letting the other batters behind him see what's going on, um, being more patient, I actually it actually adds interest for me in Cesar. So if you're going to get a leadoff hitter at 6,200, you got to uh, you got to look there. I'm against no on the IL, no worries there. Um, Williams Estudio um, came in the game yesterday, um, but I, I, I don't see him starting. We'll see um, if they sit the, sit the rookie Kirloff, but um, he just came in for like a pinch hit uh, spot. Josh Naylor, 5,800, had a big game yesterday, three for four. Hasn't shown any power yet, which is shocking to me. I think it's coming. Um, they've been just said, they've kind of said, you know what? We have no first baseman, so let's just let's just we have better outfielders and first baseman. Um, let's keep Naylor's bat in the lineup and put him um, at first. And they've just kind of said screw it with Jake Bowers and Yu Chang, which to me is their probably their best option. Josh Naylor is a serviceable first baseman; he can get the job done, I can, and it, it kind of takes the pressure off him as a fielder, so he can focus more on hitting. Again, like I said, Jake Bowers has kind of been tossed to the side. I don't know. Even if he's in the lineup, 5,400, not very interested. Ryan Jeffers caught yesterday, so we'll see. Um, didn't do a whole lot with it, so I'm not too excited there. Yu Chang, um, again, right on right. Doubt he's in the lineup. Uh, Brent Rooker, home run yesterday. Um, he did get pinch hit four, but he's in the lineup again, man, 4,600. I'm going to have to take a couple shots just to pay, get um, a couple extra pay-up options in our lineup. Alex Kirilov's been priced up 200 bucks to $4,200. Another right on left matchup. Um, if he's in the middle of that lineup, four or five again, um, I would imagine he bats fourth if um, Buxton's out. So yeah, he's definitely going to be in play. JK got priced down to 4K. Um, he's struggling this year. He did have a hit yesterday um, and a run scored, but Overall, J.K. just hasn't been great this year. But at 4K, if he's batting, say, 7th or 8th, you got to have a little bit of interest in him. Um, but, yeah, man, overall, sum it up, 80 degrees. Um, uh, a pitcher that walks a lot of guys in Savali but does have some good strikeout stuff. And, again, like I said, I believe he's their number two behind Bieber. Um, even over Plesak. Uh, and then Maeda, a pitcher that kept coming in struggling, but with a better track record overall in his career. So this is a very interesting interesting matchup. Um, I do like a lot of bats here. I'm going to be heavy on Jose, Eddie, Cesar, and Luplo as much as I can. Um, and I will be definitely doing some 5-1 tribe stacks, some 5-1 twin stacks. And I really can't wait to see if Buxton is in the lineup to sum everything up. Um, I'd say my favorite home run pick here for the Twinkies would be uh, Nelson Cruz is too easy. Mm-hmm. Twinkies home run. Let's go Luis Arise. Let's see. Let's. See. I know he doesn't hit for a lot of power. I like Luis Arise a lot. He's probably actually my overall favorite twin bat based on price. And you know what? Luplo's been hot lately. Let's go with the Luplo bomb. I'm going to do a lot of Luplo uh, as long as he's in the lineup, which sounds like uh, he will be for the rest of the season. Um, an everyday player. So this should be a fun game tonight. The weather looks beautiful. Um, too bad I can't get down to the ballpark and watch a game. Um, see how my field looks over there. Um, been a while since I've been 
been working on that field, but I do miss it. Those are good old times. So you guys have a good one. Um, enjoy the day. Um, and let's go try